ngayon, napaka-timing and timely yung pag-uusapan natin because uh, yeah. ang title ng topic is, if hindi ako nagkakamali, is Healing and Humility. humility. And syempre, I have, I, mayroon akong question. Ang question ko ngayon is, sino dito naranasang magkasakit? Magkasakit? Ah, syempre, syempre lahat tayo lahat tayo. <laughs> Di ba? Di ba? Uh, sa atin, very normal and natural na lang na may kahit uh, nasugat lang yung ingron mo, natusok lang nila yung ingron mo, sasabihin nila sa'yo, nagkasakit ako. Di ba? Ang liit lang ng, ang liit lang ng banag, pero, banag, anong banag? Ang liit, ang liit lang ng bagay, pero ang dating sa mind natin, big deal. Yeah. Di ba? So, or, sino dito nakaranas na ma-offend? Yung, alam mo yung nasaktan? Na-hurt yung kanyang damdamin? Or, sino naman dito nakasakit? Nakasakit. Kasi bakit nakasakit? Kasi, for sure, nasaktan din siya. Tama? Kasi wala kang intention manakit, wala kang intention mang-hurt, mang-offend, kung hindi mo pinagdaanan, hindi mo, hindi ka galing doon. Yes. And, sino naman dito na broken hearted? Wow! Na broken heart. Relate kayo? Relate? <laughs> Buti na lang kung bibigyan kita ng song ngayon, Where do broken heart go sa church? Yeah, yeah, sa church. <laughs> SFCC. SFCC. And, syempre, madalas, through the, uh, those season or uh, experiences sa life, dumarating tayo sa pinaka-down ng life na to the point na depressed. Mm-hmm. Di ba yun yung mga parang from this small problem, ang dami nang napuntahan to the point na na depressed. Uh-huh. Or na-reject. Na isang tabi. Na left behind. Alam mo, yun yung mga... Ang, ang, ang kasi pag tayo, pag sinabing healing hindi lang siya nakakonceptualize doon sa sinasabing sakit physically. Yes. But somehow, ang pinakamalala is yung wound. Yes. Yung sakit na mayroon ka inside na hindi nakikita ng ibang tao na mismong ikaw alam mo. Yes. Di ba yun yung mga bagay na hindi expose pero pag malala na, maaamoy mo na. Pag malala na, makakagawa ka na ng bagay na hindi maganda. Kasi yun yung kanyang action. Kung yun yung, anong tawag yun yung parang nagiging product, Impact. product Uh-oh. ng kung anong mayroon ka inside. Yes. Diba? The Bible says, ang overflow ng heart mo, yun yung nagagawa mo at nasasabi mo. Yes. Diba? So, be careful. Ito ay, uh, ito pag-uusapan natin ngayon, sabi ko kanina, very timely, kasi lalo na ngayon nakakaranas tayo ng season na kung saan may pandemic, nawala ng trabaho yung ibang tao, and, you know, ang mundong ito ay hindi siya reliable ngayon. Yes. No? Pero mamaya malalaman natin kung sino yung someone na naging reliable at willing na tumulong sa atin. Yes. Tama ka, RJ. Especially yung mga, yung mga sakit sa atin is yung nanggagaling sa mga mahal natin sa buhay. Diba mas mas painful 'yon. Okay lang nasaktan ka ng ibang taong hindi close sa Hindi ka parang wala wala mang say, siyang say sa buhay mo. Pero pag ito ay galing na sa family mo, family. sa mga mahal mo sa buhay, 'di ba double triple yung impact. Kaya talagang uh, ngayon, ngayon, ngayong araw na ito, tuturuan tayo ni God kung paano i-heal 
paano tayo, paano i-deal yung mga wounds sa inside na sinabi ni RJ, sa deep inside our hearts na akala natin nakalimutan na natin in the past, nung bata ka pa, pero andito and, and ngayon, daladala natin. So, ang gusto ni God is mahil tayo doon. Mahil tayo sa wound na yon At sa merong key na sasabihin si Pastor Tim sa atin para mas, mag-start tayo yung healing process. Yeah. I remember, Ate Len, nung siguro mga 10 years ago, yeah, 10 years ago, tapos may isang babae na kung saan, alam mo, buntis. Tapos, syempre, paggaling ka doon sa field, nag-work kasi ako noon, nagpaggaling ka doon sa field, syempre, galing ka sa init, the same time, pagod, para pumunta ka doon sa lilim. Di ba, paggaling ka sa labas, mainit, pag pumunta ka sa lilim, yung mukha mo talagang nakasibangot, nakasimangot, parang ganun, kasi parang nasilaw, baga. Tapos, nakita ako ng babaeng yun, tapos sabi niya sa akin, Umuwi ka ang pangit mo. Mukhang kulangot. Sabi ko. Alam mo yung mga bagay na ganoon that create much, alam mo yung hurt, impact sa life. And the good thing there is parang alam ko naman kung ano identity ko kay Lord, no? Kahit anong iba to mo, pero that time tumingin din naman ako sa salamin. Dapat, dapat meron yung slide dito yung tumingin ako sa salamin talaga. No? <laughs> anyway, so, doon nag-uumpisa ang mga bagay-bagay. No, sa maliit, sa, sa mga bagay na nasabi, na banggit ng mga tao sa'yo, na it, it, it's up to you kung paano mo siya i-take. Buti na lang yung isang leader ko, kineri niya, ano, parang ginayad niya ako sa kabilang side, sabi niya sa akin, pasensyahan mo na, buntis siya. <laughs> Naglilihi? Naglilihi. Buti na nga, hindi, hindi ko kamukha yung anak niya eh. Pero sa pagtinitignan ko, may, may part doon eh. Part na tao. So, sige. So, if, uh, without further ado, gusto na namin introduce si Pastor Tim. And I hope, prepared din tayo ngayon. We have Bible, notebook, and ball pen. We have handout. Pakitaas yung mga walang handout. And we will give you one kung wala about ballpen kasi gusto namin na talagang lahat tayo maging attentive sa word yes. na ating maririnig sa araw na to. Okay, so uh, right now, pakinggan natin si Pastor Tim. Pastor yes. Tim, your turn. Yes. <laughs> Today's topic is called Pride Hurts, but Humility Heals. Now, pride ang yabang is a universal problem. It comes to all people and in many different kinds of packaging. Pwedeng subtle, unnoticed, and you could even be a carrier of this infectious disease before you're aware. It seems asymptomatic sometimes, at least sa umpisa. It could look like beauty, money, strength, possessions, or even pride could even be religious. We can even take something that's good that's something that should magnify God, but make it all about yung mga sarili natin. And the devil uses anything and anyone to pull our focus away from God and onto ourself. And that's pride. The Bible warns over and over again about pride. Proverbs 11 verse 2 says, Pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Proverbs 16:18 says pride leads to destruction 
and arrogance to downfall. Okay, at you message version says first pride and then the crash. The bigger the ego, the harder the fall. Sakatunayan pride hurts. It's a killer. And if you're hurting today, kumay mga hinakit ka. The good news is that there is healing. And everyone needs some type of healing. Maliban pa sa physical sickness, maraming nagsasuffer with mental illness, emotional or spiritual sickness, which can affect your work life, family life, uh, all the relationships in our world. Pride is the number one way to wound someone. Or also to become wounded, sapuso. So let's just don't think that pride is yung kasalanan ng iba, the tao na nakasakit sa It's also my pride. It's your pride, and that's why I got my feelings hurt. Dahil sa ego ko, my ego was touched, or maybe I lost face. But the treatment and the healing for all kinds of pride wounds is humility. In the Bible days, leprosy was the most feared disease. It eats away at your skin, your nerves, and even samata. The pain and the shame of having leprosy was unbearable because it was progressive. Ibig sabihin, yung sickness nito is palalim na palalim. And sickness keeps getting worse. There's no cure. And at first, you might could hide it. Pwede ka damit ng long sleeves na hindi nakikita ng ibang tao. But dahil nakakahawa ito and it spreads, it, it will separate you from the relationships. It causes people na ayaw nila lumapit sa'yo dahil na nakakahawa. And so you're forced into isolation kung may ketong ka. Or... Maybe you just have to find other toxic people to hang around with. But leprosy in the Bible is actually a picture of our sin. And Romans 3 verse 23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of God's glory. If the Old Testament character, Neeman, had this terrible disease, leprosy. And let's learn about how this sickness affected his pride. You know, we can learn a lot from the life of Naaman, patungkol sa humility and obedience. Sa Syria, may isang commander ng army na nagngalang na aman o Naaman, and sa ay napakagiting, napaka sikat. Marami siyang achievements at napakayaman at tinitingala siya ng hari. Pero meron siyang problema. Panoorin natin to. My time is short. Do not speak of such things. I have led tens of thousands of men to victory in countless battles for Syria. Yet with all my wealth and power, I can do nothing against an unseen enemy that does this so that I cannot even touch the ones I love. Oh. Oh. No. 
si mayaman sinaaman, matalino, uh, ma- makapangyarihan, matapang, marami siyang uh, laban na napanal- na na pagtagumpayan para sa king of Syria, pero wala siyang magawa. Hindi mapagaling ang kanyang ketong. At ang ketong na ito ay katulad ng kasalanan sa atin, nakakahawa. At nung time na yun, walang lunas. Ang kasalanan, ang tangi lang makakapaglunas nito ay ang Panginoong Hesus. Tingnan natin kung paano siya napagaling. If only my master were with the prophet who lives in Samaria, for he would heal him of his leprosy. What? Child. What have you said to startle my wife? She says, there is a prophet among her people who can heal leprosy. So, ang dalagitang ito ay dihag nila na aman from uh, Israel at ang sabi niya nga is you know uh, ang amo kung pupunta si Sir na aman sa sa Israel papagalingin siya doon ng propeta so ang dalagitan ito ay mababa ang tingin ni Naaman kasi bihag lang naman eh pero siya pala ang divine connection ng Lord sa kanya para siya ay mapa galing kahit pagaano ka galing si Naaman o kahit gaano pa siya ka-popular o ka-matagumpay, may hindi din pa talaga siya alam. At ang batang to ang may alam. At yun ay patungkol sa kanyang kagalingan. At so, si Naaman ay pumunta sa hari ng Syria para magpaalam para pumunta siya sa Israel. And then, pagpunta niya sa Israel, pumunta siya sa hari, and then nalaman ito ni Prophet Elisha. At sabi ni Prophet Elisha, ay papuntahin mo siya sa akin, sabi niya dun sa hari ng Israel. At dali-dali nga na si Naaman at ang kanyang mga tauhan ay pumunta kay propeta Elisha. Panoorin natin ito. The prophet says, Go wash seven times in the Jordan River. Then you'll be completely cured. So si prophet Elisha, sinabihan niya ang kanyang servant na sabihin kay Naaman, kung paano siya gagaling, pumunta ka sa ilog Jordan at maglublub ka ng pitong beses. Napakadali. Pero tingnan natin kung anong reaksyon ni Naaman. Why couldn't he come out here and talk to me? I thought for sure he would stand in front of me and pray to the Lord his God then wave his hand over my skin and cure me. What about the Ivana River? Or the Fapar River? Those rivers in Damascus are just as good as any river in Israel. I could have washed in them and been cured. So nakita natin ang attitude ni Naaman na napaka-yabang. Siya ang may kailangan, siya pa ang galit. Bakit siya galit? Kasi napahiya siya. Meron siyang preconceived idea na ito ang dapat gagawin ng propeta sa akin. Dapat lalabas siya, kakausapin niya ako, at tatawagin niya ang Panginoon niya, at i-wave niya yung hand niya sa aking ketong, at ako'y gagaling. May mga times ba na ganun ka sa Panginoon, o sa mga leaders, o sa mga servant ng Lord sa buhay mo, 
na pag may sinabi sila, actually, not directly sa'yo, may sinabihan lang sila para ipadala ang instruction sa'yo, nagagalit ka. Why? Because hindi yun yung way na gusto mo. My way. Alam natin na kapag way natin, laging failure. So, nakita natin, grabe ang kayabangan. Siya lang may kailangan, siya pa ang galit. Tingnan natin kung magbabago ang attitude ni Naaman. I've come far across the mountains, brought gifts to his king, yet he refuses to come out and even speak to me himself. <sighs> Go wash in this river. That's his answer to me? Sir, if the prophet had told you to do something very difficult, wouldn't you have done it? So you should certainly obey him when he says simply, Go and wash and be cured. Inakita natin, galit siya kasi napahiya siya. Ang feeling niya, napaka-importante niyang tao na dapat siya ay binibigyan ng parangal, ng karangalan. But then, buti na lang, may mga taong nakapaligid kay naaman na kung saan nagtutok ng sense sa kanya. Ito yung importante itong mga taong to kasi ni-remind siya na mag-humble down na i-obey yung sinasabi ng Panginoon through sa servant niya na si Propeta Elisha. At sinasabi nga dito na, hindi naman ganun kahirap. Kung may mahirap ng papagawa sa'yo, gagawin mo yun eh. Ano lang yung pumunta ka sa Jordan River at maglublub ka sa tubig ng pitong beses. Kaya pahalagahan natin yung mga taong ganyan. And never, never surround yourself ng mga taong baka. Ano yung taong baka? Yung oo nga ng oo nga lang sa'yo. Kasi ang tingin mo, uh, ito yung way para ka gumaling. Mas may magandang way para gumaling ka. Pero yun ay tinatawag na own way. Delikado yun kapag ka, ang mga taong nakapaligid sa'yo isasabihin, oo nga dun sa way mo. Instead na sa way ni Lord. Tingnan natin kung anong gagawin ni Naaman. Elisha said? Yeah. One. Two.
Alam ba ninyo, ang sinisimbolo ng tubig sa Bible ay ang Holy Spirit. Sabi sa John 7.38-39, ang sumasampalataya sa akin ayon sa sinasabi ng kasulatan mula sa kanyang puso ay dadaloy ang tubig na nagbibigay buhay. Ang tinutukoy niya ay ang spiritong tatanggapin ng mga sumasampalataya sa kanya. Ephesians 5.26, ginawa niya yon para gawing banal ang church nung nilinis niya ito gamit ang tubig at ang salita niya. So, napakahalaga dito na tayo ay nagbababad sa salita ng Panginoon at nagpapasakop, nagsasubmit sa banal na spirito. Ang Holy Spirit ang magbibigay sa atin ng kapahayagan kung ano ang sinasabi ng Lord patungkol sa kanyang mga salita. So, hindi siya one time, hindi siya uh, two times lang, three times. Lagi-lagi, babad. Tayo ay magsumunod sa salita ng Panginoon at magpasakop sa banal na spirito. At ang kagalingan ng Panginoon ay nandiyan dyan. You know, nung nag-humble down si uh, Naaman, at nag-obey siya sa instruction ng Lord through the prophet through the uh, through the prophet Elisha Elisha naranasan niya ang kagalingan. Ano na lang kaya kung nagpatuloy siya sa kanyang kayabangan? At sinasabi niyang my way. Doon ako sa dagat ng sa ilog ng Farfar ng Damasco. Mas maganda doon. Pero actually hindi naman niya talaga alam kung ano makakapagaling sa kanya. Napakasimple, mga kapatid. Mag-humble down tayo sa Lord at sumunod sa kanyang instruction through sa mga servants ng God. Yun lang talaga, humility and obedience. Nakita natin na ang balat ni Naaman ay gumaling. Actually, mas better pa kaysa nung balat niya ng adult siya. Sabi doon, naging parang bata yung kanyang skin. Napakakinis. Mas maganda pa. Iba kapag ang Lord ang nag-move sa life mo. Iba pag ando ng kagalingan ng Lord sa buhay mo. Much better ang life kapag hinayaan mo ang Lord na mag-move sa life mo. At nang kakapag-open ng door doon ay ang humility and obedience. Tingnan natin kung anong nangyari kay Naaman. From now on, I will never again offer burnt offerings or sacrifices to any other God except the Lord. However, May the Lord pardon me in this one thing. When my master the king goes into the temple of the god Rimon to worship there and leans on my arm, may the Lord pardon me when I bow too. Go in peace. Nakita natin na si Naaman, nakilala niya ang Panginoon, na ang Diyos ay tunay, buhay at makapangyarihan. See? And naging, ano siya, naging worshiper siya ng Panginoon. At ang Lord na lang ang kanyang sinasamba at hindi na ang ibang mga Diyos, Diyosan. We hope na bago matapos ang sermon ni Pastor Tim, kayo ay mag-humble down at mapag- mapagaling kayo. Ang buhay niyo mapagaling as you humble yourself before the Lord and obey ang kanyang instruction. Hindi complicated mga kapatid. Ang humility ay choice natin. Ang pag-humble down sa Lord, choice natin yan. Sunod lang tayo sa Panginoon. And we pray na you, you will become a, a, 
really true worshiper of God. We all need healing. Point number one, lahat tayo nangangailangan ng kagalingan. Often ang mga wounds ng puso natin uh, itinatago. Possibly holding on to childhood issues that still hurts to talk about today. But pride often comes when we're offended or treated unfairly. It's an infectious sin. And pride is much like ketong. It ends up separating you or makes you feel alone. Why? Because you cannot touch others in a positive way. Kapag puno ka ng pride. It keeps you from getting close to other people. Pride destroys intimacy with God and with other people. And you feel unsafe or unclean, unloved and rejected. All right. Yeah. Siyo dito nakaka-relate kay Naaman. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, may mga <laughs> Ano yun? Tatas kami o umiinat lang? <laughs> so, nalaman natin na when it comes to pride, pride pala yung may sakit ka or nasaktan ka na hindi mo maamin sa sarili mo mm-hmm. yung mga bagay na yun. Or hindi mo maamin before God. Or to the people na nakasurround sa'yo. Or mismo sa nakasakit sa'yo. Kasi doon nagsisimulang pride. Sabi dito, if we want healing, and right, uh, as, pa- as Pastor Tim said kanina, we all need healing. Yes. And if we want healing, if we want to be healed, we need to recognize and maging honest sa sarili natin by admitting our real situation. Mm-hmm. No, tama na yung parang pamanhid or matigas-tigasan or parang feeling mo kaya mong isantabi ang mga bagay-bagay. Alam mo, to the point ng humility, makita mo yung totoong sitwasyon mo at ma-admit mo sa sarili mo na I need healing. Yeah. Na I need somebody, I need God to heal me. And yeah. doon nagsisimula yung sinasabi nilang uh, first step to be healed. Yeah. And secondly, sabi dito, kailangan, so kung na-recognize mo and you're being honest sa kung anong real situation mo, the next action na gagawin mo dun is, alam mo ngayon kung saan mo ipuposition yung sarili mo. Yes. Diba? Walang tao na dediretso doon sa bagay na yan o sa direction na yan kung alam niyang dead end. Mm-hmm. Diba? Along the way, sa umpisa hindi mo makikitang dead end. Sa umpisa hindi mo makikitang it hurts you, it affects you that much. Pero along the way, eventually, nandun ka na sa pinaka-edge. Anong gagawin mo? Kailangan mo makita yung real situation mo na if you keep moving, you will fall. Yes. So, the moment na nakita mo yung sarili mo na you're about to fall, eh di position mo yung sarili mo to turn around 160 degree, 180 degree doon sa danger na yon and turn to God. Yes. And receive healing from Him. Yes. Turn to your leader, accountability partner and ask for help. Yes. So, good news, God is willing and capable to heal us. Yes. 
Tama ka dyan, RJ. Talagang kailangan natin ng kagalingan. Lahat tayo kailangan ng kagalingan. So, based sa na napanood natin na story na Aman, di ba nabanggit niya doon yung ketong or leprosy? Ketong yon. So, i-ask mo yung sarili mo, meron bang ketong sa buhay ko ngayon? Yung, uh, yung tinatago ko, ayaw akong, ayaw akong malaman ng ibang tao. Yung uh-huh. nandidiri ako sa sarili ko, nandidiri ako sa meron akong ketong na ito. Pwede itong sugat. Sugat sa puso mo, sugat nung bata ka, na may impact kung paano mo tingnan ng iyong sarili, may impact kung paano tingnan mo ang ibang tao, at especially, may impact kung paano mo tingnan si God. Kasi nakarelate ako dito eh, yung ketong na sinasabi na uh-huh. nandidiri talaga ako. Kasi as early as 9 years old, na-abuse ako sexually. So parang ang tingin ko sa sarili ko is, si Rana. Wala na akong future. Tapos tinatago ko yan. Nag-aaral ako pero tinatago ko. Ayaw kong malaman ng ibang tao. And then, naiinis ako sa sarili ko. Parang na, na, pati yung uh, self-esteem ko, yung uh, tingin ko sa sarili ko, yung uh, tawag dito, nagkaroon ako ng hiya. Nawala na ako ng tiwala sa sarili ko. And then, akala ko, okay lang ako. Okay lang ako na ganun. Basta sabihin ko lang, God, um, ito lang ako, eh. wala na akong future. So, itatago ko lang yung sarili ko. Itatago ko lang yung sugat ko. So, parang yung kuko, di ba sa kuko, yung may ingron, tinatakpan ko siya, <laughs> hindi ko siya nilalabas. And then, ang, ang impact nun, galit ako sa sarili ko. Siyempre, hurt people, hurt people, di ba? Galit ako sa sarili ko, galit din ako sa ibang tao, galit ako sa taong nakagawa nun sa akin. Kasi malapit sa, malapit sa puso ko, eh. malapit sa family ko. And then, nagtanim din ako ng galit na talagang ang tingin ko sa sarili ko is wala. wala walang, walang future. Buti na lang, kinausap ako ni God sa isang Encounter God Retreat na sabi ko, God, gusto ko nang iwanan tong uh, ketong na to. So isipin mo anong ketong meron ka na ayaw, gusto mo nang i-surrender kay God. Sabi ko, ayoko na. And pinarealize niya sa akin na yung naranasan mo na sexual abuse is Naranasan ko din yan. Nakita ko yan. At andun ako. At nakarelate ako. So, huwag mong isipin mag-isa ka lang. Kasi si God ang nag-heal sa atin. Sabi niya, nahang ako sa cross. Di ba naked ako? And then, na-strip off yung damit ko. Nawala yung damit ko. Buong mundo ang nakakita. <laughs> Ikaw. <laughs> Sinasabi mo na wala kang wala ka ng future, sinasabi mo na wala ka ng pag-asa. Pero si God, ang maganda doon is, nakarelate si God. At may pag-asa ako. Yes. And sabi niya, may future ka. And andito ako. Kaya ako namatay sa Cruz para i-heal ka. Para i-restore ka. And then para makilala mo ako bilang iyong Lord and Savior. Yes. And nakala ko noon, nung after that encounter, so syempre na-heal na ako, no? So, Okay na ako. And then recently lang, nung 2019, at saka 2020, magkasunod yon. sabi ni God, para totally ma-heal ka, although healed na ako sa tingin ko, pero kay God, alam pa din niya yun, eh, na hindi pa ako totally healed. Sabi niya, i-expose mo yan. Hindi lang sa sarili mo, hindi lang sa akin, i-expose mo din yan sa closest sa family mo. Yun yung authority na meron ka. Yun yung si parents ko, nanay at tatay ko. Kasi, syempre, sa akin, ang tingin nila, napakataas. Ang laki ng expectation nila sa akin. Pi- tingin nila sa akin, perfect. Hindi nagkakamali. Kasi nga, masunurin akong anak. Yun ang tingin nila. <laughs> Yun ang tingin nila. 
And then sabi ni God, sabihin mo sa kanila. So sabi ko, ayoko. Ayoko ng i-reject ako ng parents ko. Ayoko na i-speak yung truth. Nakahiya-hiya ito eh, ketong ito. And ang pinaka pinaka kinakatakot ko talaga is yung i-reject. I-reject kasi mahal ako mahal ko ang parents ko eh. Paano pag i-reject nila ako? Sana ako pupunta. Pero buti na lang, alam mo si God, napaka-gracious. Kasi wala yes. siyang sasabihin sa'yo na hindi ikakabuti mo. So, binigyan niya ako ng boldness na sabihin sa parents, una sa nanay ko, pangalawa sa tatay ko. And then, ang impact nito, nung naisabi ko na sa kanila, nagkaroon ako ng freedom, total healing. And then, sabi din ni God sa akin, you are pure. Yes. Ang tingin ko sa'yo is you are pure. And then, na-receive ko yung forgiveness. Na-receive ko yung forgiveness. Forgiveness din ng parents ko. Kaya makakapagbigay din ako ng forgiveness. Right. And mas naranasan ko yung love ng family. Sabi nga sa James 5.16, Therefore, if you confess your sins to one another and pray for each other, you, you will be healed. So, ang key talaga is admit. Tingnan mo yung sitwasyon mo and be open. Be open na lumapit kay God. God, ito yung ketong ko. Hindi ko kayang tanggalin. Ikaw lang makakatanggal nito. So, tanggalin mo. Yan. Yes, tama. We all need healing and God is a true healer. Okay, so for more, let's listen to Pastor Tim. It's actually hurting you. It's hurting your life more than you know. Pride hurts, but it also hinders the healing. Kung si Naaman sa story nito, if he chose to hold on to his pride bilang isang mataas na official, healed kaya siya? If he kept focusing on how Elisha disrespected him, but maaring sasabihin niya, I don't deserve this kind of treatment. I can't forgive him for how he embarrassed me. Or what if Naaman continued finding faults with the man of God, accusing him of being the one that was wrong? Do you think Naaman would have been healed? What if he complied with washing but insisted on doing it his own way? Sasabihinya, I'll choose my own rivers. I'll dip as many times as I want to. Don't tell me how to do it. Alam ko kung anong best. I think, I know, I understand. You see, pride hurts your chances to receive grace. James chapter 4, verse 6 says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. It's not that pride stops God's grace. It's more like, Pride stops you from receiving God's grace. And if you, well, you can keep your pride, your ego, or you can be healed. But you cannot have both. Naaman had to choose humility. He had to listen and learn from someone younger than him. Someone in a lower position. Someone he didn't like or agree with. He had to strip his armor off. His armor represented his public reputation. Nakakahiya ba? But it's okay. It won't last forever. And getting healed was well worth it. You see, pride is so ugly. Pangit ang pride. It will just hurt you more. But humility 
is actually an attractive thing and brings the beauty of God's grace into our lives. Number three, humility heals. James chapter four, verse 10 says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Ang Diyos lang ang nagpapagaling ng mga may ketong, ng mga pride wounds. The good news is you matter to God and he wants to heal you. That phrase, he will lift you up. That is so powerful. First Peter chapter 5 verse 6 says, Humble yourselves under the mighty power of God and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Philippians chapter 2 verse 6 and 7 says that he, Jesus, our perfect example, he emptied himself and took the position of a servant. He humbled himself, became obedient even unto death. Therefore, God elevated him to the highest place of honor and gave him a name above every other name. And the verse just before this part says, in your relationships with one another, have that same mindset as Christ Jesus had. Verse 3 and verse 4 said, do nothing out of selfish ambition or empty pride, but in humility, consider others more important than yourselves. And each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Yeah. <laughs> alam naman natin na, uh, alam ba, Tilen, na-realize ko na walang puwang sa buhay natin ang pride. Tama. No? Alam naman natin na ang pride ay napakalaking sagabal mm-hmm. sa ating relationship kay God. Yes. You know, napakalaking sagabal sa pakikipag-fellowship. Now, if you think yung sarili mo is you're higher than other people or kay God, that hinders us na maging close sa family, especially kay God. No? And sagabal nito sa paglago natin bilang Kristiyano. Yes. As Christians, sabi doon, we are believing and obeying Christ. So, hindi natin maiintindihan kung ano yung intention ng Panginoon at wala tayong 100% obedience kay God kung meron tayong pride. No, malaking sagabal yan sa atin. And alam natin, alam ko nakaka-relate tayong lahat ngayon sa pinag-uusapan natin. Kasi, as you sit, abang nakaupo ka dyan, ask God and the Holy Spirit to kalkalin no, kung ano yung mga past. Kasi kailangan madil yan. Meaning, bakit nagkakaroon ng pride? Bakit ganun ka mag-react? Because somewhere, kung magta-time travel ka, babalik ka mo yung mga situation mo before, doon nagsimula. Yes. Hindi po pwedeng nakaupo ka lang diyan na magsisimula right now right there and then. Mm-hmm. Meron at merong source 'yan. Yeah. No? So, kung alam mo man kung may pride man tayo, sabi dito kailangan natin itong ipatanggal. To be honest, guys, naranasan ko din maging prideful. Mm-hmm. No? Knowing na uh, even doon sa amin, even yung mga nakakakilala sa akin, Maybe siguro na misinterpret lang nila. But somehow, ala- tayo, lahat tayo nakakaranas nun. And kung alam natin na mayroon tayong pride, by our own self, sabi dun sa video ni Naaman, 
Sabi niya, my way. Gusto niya my way. Gusto niya gawin kung anong gusto niya. Ilublob doon siya sa may sa, sa sea bay o kung saan, sa Thunderbird swimming pool, San Juan or Oreo. Pero hindi ganun yung way ng Lord eh. Yes. Para yan. His way pa rin. So kung sarili nating pride by our own self, own intention, hindi maaalis yan. We need the help of God to remove and to humble our heart. No? To soften our heart. So para maalis yun, sabi dito, we need to ask help from God and sa mga trusted people and accountability partner. Gaya ng sinabi ni Ate Lenny Makanina, no, they are the divine connection coming from God. And the moment na nag-ask ka ng help, yun ang sign of humility. Yes. Diba? Anong malay ko kung anong kailangan mo kung di ka naman magsasabing, I need help. So the moment na nag-ask tayo ng help, nakita natin sa sarili natin na mayroon tayong pangangailangan. Yes. At mayroon kailangang solusyonan. Mm-hmm. Diba? Tama. And sabi dito, ang daan patungo sa kagalingan is to humble down before God. And it says in James 4.6, God give grace to the humble. Yes. At pag tayo nagpakumbaba sa Panginoon, iaangat ka niya. I-elevate ka niya. Yes. Ipoposition ka niya sa waterfalls na pwede kang mag-receive. Yes. And yun ang kagandahan kasi sabi doon, lalago tayo when we experience the grace of God. Mm-hmm. Tama ka dyan, RJ. Relate din ako actually sa pride and humility. May isa pa akong experience na talagang magnagmatigas ako nung una. Dami mo experience sa atin na. <laughs> Oo, kasi last year, habang nagde-devotion ako, may sinabi si God sa akin na gawin mo to. Uh-huh. So, may specific siyang instruction. For example, sinabi niyang 10. 10 yung sinusurrender niya sa akin. Eh, ang gusto ko, God, one lang. Pwedeng one na lang. Ganon, ganon. Ayokong full na mag-obey sa kanya. So, nung sinabi na yung specific amount, talagang, ah? Amount, ah, amount. <laughs> sabi ko kasi, surrender that to me. Sabi niya, kasi what's in your hand? So, nung una, sabi ko, ikaw ba yan, God? Totoong ikaw ba yan? Kasi pag, pag sinasabi mo yan sa akin, paano naman ako? Paano sarili ko? Sabi ko sa kanya. And then, sa, la, sa human logic, ako ay, sa, sa mundo, ako ay baliw. <laughs> Kabaliwan. Kasi uh, may pinapasurrender sa'yo si God na something na very treasure, tinitingnan mong treasure sa'yo. Yung, di ba, sa puso natin, where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Tama. Kumbaga, ang ginagawa ni God sa'kin that time is, kumbaga, hinuhubaran niya ako. Hinuhubaran. Tanggalin ko yan. Wala, hindi yan nababagay sa'yo. Tanggalin uh, ko yan. Okay. Hindi yan ang maging pundasyon ng buhay mo. Mm-hmm. Sa area yun ng finances. Yeah. So, Sabi ko, ayoko. Ayoko, God. Hindi ikaw yan. <laughs> Hindi ikaw yan. Sabi ko nung una. Tapos, that time, nung exact to that time, may binibiling lupa ang parents ko. Nakatabi ng lupa namin. So, syempre, alam nilang may pera ko eh. Tapos sabi nila, o yan, o bilhin na natin. Bilhin na natin. Ganyan, ganyan. <laughs> Tapos sabi ko, God, sabay-sabay. Test. Nakita ko tong test. Susundin ko ba sila? Gusto ko din yung lupa na yon, katabi ng bahay namin na magiging lupa ko din. Siyempre, uh-huh. di ba? Lupa, papapatitle sa pangalan ko. Yun ang sabi ng parents ko. Pero, ang sabi ni God is, ito ang way ko. Hindi yan. So, susunod ka ba? So, tatagal ng panahon, September yon last year, two months, two months ako nag, nag, naging matigas. Ayoko, ayoko. Pero alam mo yung impact pag nagmamatigas tayo kay God? Paulit-ulit ka lang. 
cycle ka lang. Alam mo, pag magsasop ako, ibabalik niya ako sa Mark 6. <laughs> na patuloy, parang nag... Bakit nga ganito pa din? Araw-araw, kahit gusto kong magkaroon ng ibang word na ma-receive kay God, ayaw. Wala. Uh-huh. So hanggang sa ang nangyari sa akin, ayoko na. Nagsawa na ako. Kung baka sa pagkain, everyday na lang kong sardina sa takaitlog, sa katuyo. <laughs> Kung baka nag- naluluwal na ako sa, sa sinasabi mo, ayoko na. So parang ketong ito na, ayoko na. Sinusurrender ko na sa iyo. Uh-huh. So sabi ko, God, sige. Kung talagang hindi mo ko tinatantanan, ikaw nagarot ang mag-obey sa akin. Ikaw yung gagawa ng way. Ikaw ang susunod sa akin. Mm-hmm. Ang gagawin ko lang is sumunod sa iyo. Pero yung mag-obey, yung sumunod is kapangyarihan mo, power mo. Kasi kung ako lang, talagang ayoko. Yun ang yun ang key, eh. yun yung yun yung pagsigad ang inalaw natin na mag mag-work sa buhay natin na yung miracle, yung uh, way niya na beyond yung understanding natin. There is power. Yes. Kumbaga, kumbaga sa sakyan, sigad, ikaw na magmaneho. Ako magpasahero uh, lang. So, mas mabilis yung pag-obey natin yes. kay God. Kasi inalaw natin na sigad yung mag-work. So, yun. So, yun yung isang uh, isang naranasan ko doon sa pride. Nag-pride ako nung una. And then, nag-humble down. Kaya, manapakahalaga na mag-humble down kay God. And tinuru- sa experience na yon tinuruan ako ni God na ang foundation ko ay siya, hindi ang pera. Yes. ba? Diba? So, masasabi ko ngayon na mas secured ako sa finances dahil si God ang supplier ko. Hindi na ako nagkukulang. Ang pera ko ngayon is hindi man kanong kaga- karami nung last year kasi nga na- na- pinasurrender na ni God. Pero meron akong peace sa heart ko na every time nagkakasakit ang family ko, God, alam ko, alam ko ikaw provider yes. ko kasi, no? oh, oh. Naiskon ko na sa'yo. So, hindi ako mag- mag-aalala. So, yon And then, sabi ni Jesus, sabi, sabi, sabi niya sa akin, alam mo, anak, ang sinorender mo lang ay pera. Eh ako, ang sinorender ko, buhay. Buhay uh, ko. Wow. Buhay ko. So, o oh, nga, no, God, buhay mo ang sinorender. Kasi mahal niya ako, mahal mm-hmm. niya tayo. And ang tanong, sa, ang tanong ko sa inyo is, ano ang mas mabilis na surrender? Yung bang, uh, kagaya ko kanina, yung child abuse, yung basura sa buhay natin, or yung pera, yung mahalaga sa'yo. Anong, anong, kung iisipin mo, uh, ikaw, meron kang basurang daladala, na ang tagal-tagal nang, bantot-bantot na. Tapos yung isa naman, pinapasurrender ni God, mga, yung mahalagang bagay, for example, lupa, ganyan, or bahay. So, anong mas madali mong isurrender? Yung uh, basura or yung mahalaga sa'yo na pera? Di ba mas, mab- mas mabilis i-surrender yung basura? Kasi basura, itatapon mo lang eh. So, ganun yung ketong. So, kung may basura tayo ngayon, itapon mo lang. Kukunin yes. lang ni God yun. Mm-hmm. Kasi, hindi nga ito nababagay na sa atin. Yeah. And ito yung pilit nating dinadala, pero sinasabi na God, akin na yung basura mo anak. Akin, gusto kong mahil ka. Hindi yan nababagay sa'yo. So yon. So pag naghumble tayo, God will lift us up. Yes. And remember to humble down the way God wants you to humble down. Yung way niya, hindi yung way mo kasi pag uh, sinabi ni God na gawin mo to, tapos ibang pamamaraan ang ginawa mo, hindi din magiging effective. 'Di ba? Kasi hindi yun 100% na submission kay God. Yes. Sa human logic mo pa din ang iniisip mo. So gusto ni God na mag-listen tayo sa Kanya, mag-humble down, and He will guide us and teach us. 
na mag-humble down. So ano yung tanungin mo sa sarili mo? God, ano yung pinapasuko mo sa akin ngayon na basura sa buhay ko? So i-reveal mo ito ngayon at ako ay susunod lamang sa iyong yes. kapangyarihan. Thank you, Ate Len. And for the applications, back to you, Pastor. How can I humble myself? Maaring nagtatanong na ito. How can I humble myself? Because God won't humble you. Ito ay dapat gawin mo. And how can you do it? By staying in the presence of God. The presence or in the line of sight. Alam mo yung ibig sabihin line of sight. A straight line along which an observer, that's you and me, has a clear, unobstructed view of God. And then when the Bible says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, or in His, in His line of sight, it means that you're gonna keep your eyes, your thoughts, fixed on God. Fixed on Jesus in His presence. So when we wanna humble ourselves, look to Jesus. When you feel pride welling up inside your heart, get in the line of sight with God's presence. And see how humble he is. How many Jesus in Matthew chapter 11 verse 28? Learn from me. I am meek. I'm humble. And when you take my burden, you'll have rest. It won't be a burden so heavy like pride. It will be a burden that is light and easy like that which Jesus has. Now, the second way to humble yourself is to stay involved in Jesus' mission. His mission is helping people connect to God the Father and find family in God's house. And if you're living a purpose-driven life, helping people connect to God, helping people be planted in God's house, you will live with a healed heart. A purpose-driven person lives with a healed heart because you don't have time to get offended. You don't have the energy to think about yourself all the time, that he'll focus us on mission ni Jesus. And you might think, well, how can I forgive the person na nakasakit sa akin? How can I get over that pain, the embarrassment, the unfair treatment? By focusing on the Jesus mission. Stay in his presence and humble under his, you know, in the light, in the line of his sight. And then stay involved in Jesus' mission. Because it's this purpose that will carry you through the process. Sa buhay, marami tayong processes. We have a process of dealing with hurt feelings. We have a process of swallowing our pride. We have a process of sacrificing and suffering and doing things that we don't feel like doing. But the process, even though it's hard, will be easy when you know your purpose. When you're focused on your purpose, you can undergo the process. Now, right now, would you be honest with yourself? Do you have a need for healing in your own life? Meron bang some spiritual leprosy sa buhay mo ngayon? Do you have an emotion that is not healthy? Do you have habits or attitudes? Meron bang relationship right now that's sick and in need of recovery? Does your soul have some illness that keeps you or distance that keeps you from intimacy or distance you from others? Maybe you've become good at hiding it. 
covering up your disease or the wounds. Maybe you hide behind social media profiles or covering up your true conditions with laughing or maybe even using church and religion to cover up what's really going on. But like Naaman, you can take your armor off and walk humbly into God's river of salvation, healing, cleansing, and restoration. You know that time Naaman dipped in the river? It's something like the future dipping in the water of baptism. It might seem like It doesn't make sense. Walang senso ang paglubog sa tubig. Why should I be baptized? Marami nagre-resist din sa baptism. Thinking, why should I do that? I'm dignified. Ako'y isang professional. Baptism ay para sa mga babies o sa mga religious fanatics. I can be reformed. I can change my life just by my knowledge and understanding of God. Sige nga, makipag-debate na tayo. Now, the pathway to healing does not come from knowing a lot of head knowledge. That will just produce pride. Healing comes through humility. Acts chapter 22, verse 16. The Apostle Paul, that time was Saul, he was humbling himself down, realizing that he had been wrong and there was no hope For him to make a good life on his own strength. And he was told, what are you waiting for? Get up and be baptized. Have your sins washed away by calling on the name of the Lord. He could have said, I'm a, I'm a religious person already. I don't need to, I don't need to change. He could have said, I don't want to do something I'm not comfortable with. I don't like these people. But he humbled himself and was baptized. Today, you could start crying out to God. You could lay down your own pride, your own ways, and seek His ways. You could sacrifice, swallow that pride, and receive God's healing grace through humility. Like Naaman, he walked away clean. And his, and his not just clean on the outside with his skin, but his heart went away whole. He went away forgiven and able to forgive others. He went away loved, able to love others. And I pray the same thing for you. As you let go of pride and go into the flow of God's grace through humility, you will rise with healing in your body, soul, and spirit. Let's pray together. Father God, Thank you for this message. I pray in the name of Jesus that you do a transformation in our hearts. Give us a desire for humility. Cause us to hate pride, hate offense, and embrace humility through your grace. We humble ourselves, trusting you, needing you. Lord, we cannot cleanse our own heart. We cannot heal our own hurts, but only by Your example, that you emptied yourself and that you humbled yourself and became obedient and you raised, you were raised up in glory. Lord, we want to follow your pattern. So today, right now, we just declare, you are God and I am not. You are 
my Lord, and I am your servant. I humble myself before you. Cleanse me of my sin of pride. Take away that tendency to be lifted up and protecting myself. Let me just lay down, take off the armor, take off every defenses, every um, opinion, and cause me, Lord, to just surrender to your hands. And by your grace, it will take care of all that we need. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, God bless you. I just pray you practice humility this week. And when you receive, when you practice humility, God will start flowing grace into your life and you will overcome and you will live with a healed heart and not a wounded heart. Before we go, siguro maganda na, uh, let's have this parang moment right now. Kasi Pastor Tim prayed for us. Diba? But, sa side ng God, siya ay willing. But, we don't want also na aalis tayo sa lugar na to na hindi tayo totally healed. You know what? I have this illustration dito, yung pat. Ito, yung mga mahilig mag-birthday. Yung, hindi to pang take-out. Ah. <laughs> ito yung pang-games. Pang, pang <laughs> so, I have this pat. Imagine mo itong pat na to ay your heart or your life. So, kung titignan mo, walang crack, siguro may deform konti. And gano'n naman tayo eh. Wala din naman tayo perfect kay Lord. But, this path, minsan, feeling natin okay tayo. Lalo na pag happy ang kasama, uwi sa bahay, may ulam, lechon. <laughs> lechon. Tapos may sawsawang kamatis, bagoong. But, take note, hindi palagi okay. Lalo na pag may past issues. And those past issues, like offense, unforgiveness, hurt, yun yung mga moment na somehow nagkikreate yun ng crack. Uh-huh. Parang nasaktan ka, ganun, or na-offend. Ayaw pa rin, no? Parang to the point na darating ka sa moment na dahil sakit na sakit ka na, mabibreak ka na lang. Hihintayin mo ba na ganun ang mangyari? And pag na-break ka, na-broke ka, anong gagawin mo? Sariling effort. Tatayo ka, aayusin mo. And you will present this to your friend. And those friends na wala namang relationship kay Lord, anong ibibigay nila? Good advice? Somehow quoted advice? Mm-hmm. And those advices are temporary. Yes. If you give your heart and your life to those people na especially walang relationship kay Lord, anong magagawin nila? Igu-glue lang nila yan. Mm-hmm. Buti sana kung yung glue, bulldog, yung, ano, yung brand na bulldog. <laughs> Hindi rin eh. Kahit gano'ng katibay ang glue, hindi yan mag-work. Kasi somehow, mayroong missing piece uh-huh. na hindi mo na maibabalik. Yes. And kahit anong good advice ng someone or your loved ones or your partner, yeah, it could heal you for a moment, but whenever nababalik yun, nakarinig ka ng something hurt, in-inject ni Satan sa'yo yung 
nangyaring mules nung nine, year, uh, nine years old ka, again, may irritate ka ulit. But, guys, very important sa part natin na when we humble ourselves at lumapit kay God, ito ang gagawin niya. God will not just repair us. Mm-hmm. Alam natin, when it comes to God, siya ay capable and willing to heal us. He will not just repair us temporarily, mm-hmm. but He will replace it. And He will make new. Just like this new path. And sabi sa Ezekiel 36.26, sabi dito, ano nakalagay doon? I'll give you a new heart and a new spirit. And ino-offer ni God sa'yo ngayon yun. He will give you a new heart. Are you willing to receive it and let go? Let go of that pride. Let go of that hurt. Kahit anong years ago pa yan. Kaya sabi ko kanina, kalkalin mo ngayon pa lang eh. Kasi ay, hindi iaalaw ni Lord na aalis ka dito sa lugar na to na hindi ka na-heal. Amen ba? And sabi dito sa 2 Corinthians 5.17, If anyone is in Christ, is a new creation. The oldest gone and the new has begun, has come. And humility is what gives us the power to obey God. Yes, RJ, amen. So you know what? God wants to heal you. Yun ang pinaka-motive ni God. Yun ang pinaka-goal ni God na ma-heal tayo. And He wants to take away our pain, our sins, like leprosy or ketong. So ang gagawin na natin is just be humble enough to surrender. And sabi ni Jesus, na-experience ko na lahat yan. Ano man ang na-experience mo, na-experience ko yan, nakaka-relate yes. ako sa'yo. Abuse, rejection, name it. Iniwanan ka ng family mo. And ang sabi ni Jesus, He became obedient by dying on the cross just to have you. Ganun ka, makakamahal ni God. Just mm-hmm. to win you back. Yes. To heal you and redeem you. Because He loves you. So, so ready kayong magpa-restore ngayon? Magpa- ang challenge ngayon is, look, God is waiting for you. Wag mo sabihin, Lord, kunin mo. Alam mo, willing si Lord kunin sa'yo yun. Pero kung ayaw mong ibigay, anong sense ng kukunin ni Lord? So, ang action dapat natin is to give it to Him. Wag ka na magpatali, wag ka na magpabandage sa mga ganyang sitwasyon. So, challenge ngayon is, are you willing to give it to God. And if you're willing to give it to the Lord, may I request, if willing ka, stand up.